Hey, welcome to Braves Country. On this episode of Braves Country, hey, it's Tug Coward. We'll speak with Levi Lowry. He wrote the number one hit for the Zach Brown Band called Colder Weather. He grew up in Decula, Georgia, a huge Braves fan. We'll talk about a place he played and honed his skills as a live performing artist called the Chicken House and why the Braves mean so much to him. And if you're a fan, you'll be able to relate. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Tug Cower, Scott Munn. This podcast is called Braves Country. We've talked about all the things that make living in the Southeast great, living in Braves Country great, whether you're in Georgia, Florida, North Florida anyway, Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, Arkansas to a degree, Alabama, Mississippi, all those Braves yeah, countries. I'd, I'd say Eastern Texas, yeah. North Virginia, we got it all. Now, when it comes to college football, they may argue a little bit on Saturday, but yeah. they all come together Sunday through Friday with Braves baseball. We talk about food, we talk about traveling, which you've done a bunch with bands over the years and i did in the navy let's focus on music today and i want to welcome levi lowry he is a great singer songwriter from decula georgia levi what's up with you man man i'm actually on the road right now but uh honored to be a part of the conversation thank you for having me hey levi it's been a long time man talking braves baseball with you on the road and i just wanted to say uh isn't it cool to talk braves baseball on the atlanta braves radio network my friend Man, I'm absolutely honored. Couldn't be happier. So glad that you invited me on. And we've been talking Braves baseball for a very long time, my friend. Man, where did we first uh, meet? Was it on that arena tour with Zach Brown and Blackberry Smoke? Was that it? I believe so. We did a lot of shows with Zach, and then uh, you know I've done a lot of shows with Blackberry Smoke as well. When you when you were out there with him, I'm not sure where. Don't ask me where. Scott and Shelby Levi, uh, we're talking to Levi Lowry, great uh, singer songwriter. You may know his work. Co-wrote "Colder Weather," a number one hit for Zach Brown Band. He wrote "The Wind" from their number one billboard album uncaged and uh, has done a lot of stuff on his own but uh, scott showed me this post that you had on opening day and it just said major league baseball's <laughs> opening day thank god yes sir it was time for some good news no kidding man we've had plenty of bad man i'm, I'm about done with yeah. all the bad news ready for a whole lot of good news do you keep up with uh, college football like you do baseball college football gets me through the uh, off season if <laughs> okay. that makes any sense i do follow it I, i'm a big georgia fan but not to the extent that i follow the braves no okay and, and you probably noticed this before going to the ballpark. You know, the Braves, they're the only team in Major League Baseball that covers an entire region of the United States. And they do these great co-branded hats where they'll have Braves on the front, George on the side, Braves on the front, Alabama on the side. You know, they'll have the different college football teams because everybody in Braves country loves college football and loves the Braves. Have you ever seen those? The cross-branding thing, I don't know. It's kind of like the license plate situation where I, I kind of get upset if I see an out-of-state team on a Georgia tag. I do, too. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, it it bothers me. Like, I understand that it's your right to express your opinion. I get it. But I I don't 
think that we should be advertising out-of-state teams on our license plate. I got to tell you, man. Get yourself a decal. That's right. <laughs> Talking to Levi Lowry, Braves Country podcast, where we discuss being Southern, just living in the southeastern United States as we broadcast here from the Battery Atlanta at Truist Park here at Dickey Broadcasting Company. Let's talk about being Southern, Levi, because that's something that really is the glue that holds this entire podcast together, just the fact that you know, we're all born and raised in the South, and there's nothing I love more than being Southern. I, when I was in the United States Navy, I couldn't wait to get home to Georgia yeah. anytime I could. And then when I got out of the Navy, my wife moves here from New York, of all places. You know, she's really embraced how much I love being from Georgia, and I'm, you know, I sound like a big old hillbilly. That That's something that means something to me. It's not just I live in the South. I am Southern. That's more than just a place that I live. It's a feeling. It's a lifestyle. It's, it's who I am. For sure. There's a certain soul that you get down here that uh, it's it's a little bit different everywhere else. How do you feel about that? Like, what is it that, that you love about being Southern and, and that you're the most proud of? The, uh, the slower pace. Coming back home, that's one of the reasons that, you know, we, we thought about moving to Nashville earlier on uh, in, the, in my career. And uh, I'm glad we never made the move because just the city in general, I just can't do. It's the, the slow. I, I need to have my home. I need to come home to a slower tempo, a slower pace, a friendlier setting as well. Seems like all in all, there's exceptions to every rule, obviously. But all in all, it's a little bit friendlier down here. And there is this soul that kind of emanates from the Appalachians uh, all throughout the South that you just don't find anywhere else in the country. Amen. Now, Levi, uh, are you driving in the South today? Where are you today, Levi? You sound like you're headed somewhere. I am, yeah. I'm actually in between, somewhere in between Columbia and Charleston, South Carolina, um, heading down to Isle of Palms. Uh, the songwriting partner of mine, Wyatt Durrett, lives down there, and it's kind of become a home away from home for me as well. Oh, wow. So we have some uh, writing and uh, a little show tonight that we're doing. That's cool. Where are y'all playing? So we're actually doing an, an online series okay. we started uh, during the pandemic. We started this online series called Southern Rounds. So we're doing one from his home and then uh, have a few other writing and recording and just business stuff to take care of. I'm in a duo with him called uh, Yesterday's Wine, so we're working on some of that stuff. Tell everybody yeah. a little bit about Wyatt, too, because he's pretty successful in his own right. Oh, he's incredible, man. I say it every night on stage, well, when we can play. I tell him that uh, that Wyatt is a future Hall of Famer songwriter. I think he's up to 16 number ones now. Give us a couple Real. of them so folks listening know. Oh, man. Uh, chicken fried, whatever it is, toes. Highway 20 ride, recently Beautiful Crazy by Luke Combs, even though I'm leaving Luke Combs. Uh, yeah, he's just a lot. We co-wrote Colder Weather and the yeah. Wind together as well. Oh, my gosh, which, yeah. are, which are incredible songs. And knowing that you were going to be on with us today, I queued that song up as I was driving in and listened to it two or three times. Walk me through that song a little bit because there's a little bit of me, Levi, that thinks yeah. that that song is about two different women. Am I wrong? Um, yes. I knew what the answer was going to be. It's whatever yes. you want it to be about. Yeah. It's the list. That's the great thing about music is uh, it's right. really whatever you take from it. It's about what the songwriter wants it to be, and it's about what the performer wants it to be. But then every soul listening to the song in concert or at home can take it and put their own personal thing on it. So, Tug, if it's about two women very, to very. you, it's about two women to you. Well, then. but that was just the way I heard the story. <laughs> and so walk me through the story so I know what it actually yeah. is. No, that's what Scott just brought up is actually very true. And one of the reasons, one of the ways that that song was changed from the time that we wrote it to the time it got to radio was to make it more vague partially for that reason so that people could take away what they wanted from it when i when i answer the question no it's because i have the knowledge of this verse that we took off and the verse kind of paints the picture a little bit clearly and makes it a little bit more of a story but basically the song is about a guy who's on the road which scott you know all about that it's about being on the road and wondering 
if it's worth it to keep going out again and again and again, ah. leaving your loved ones at home. Uh, just wondering if, if the chasing the dream is worth it. That's the toughest part about touring right there, isn't it, Levi? It is. It is. Now, Levi, you said you're headed into Isle of Palms, and one of my favorite venues in the entire world is there. Our buddy Bobby Ross uh, runs yeah. a great club on the beach there called the Windjammer. You ever get over there? That's right, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll probably end up there either tonight or tomorrow for sure. We head over there at least once every time I'm down here. But what are some other of your favorite local spots in the Charleston area or Isle of Palms where you can catch the Braves or get some good food? Oh, man. Down there, um, home team barbecue. There you go. <laughs> always going to barbecue is always the Barbecue's first go-to. Auto- it's automatic oh, barbecue. Man. It's phenomenal, man. I, and I've, I've traveled all over the country, been blessed to, to have done it, and been able to try a lot of barbecue from a lot of different places. And home team so far is, is on the top of my list. And uh, I always got TVs on, and you can watch the Braves in there. It's always tuned in to the Braves if they're on. It's hard to beat. Tell us about your family, man, because I think a lot of people in Braves country are, you know, just being Southern, that's a big deal, man. People's family and spending time with family and your family lineage and i have a goof a friend of mine always says no matter who he's talking to if you ever bring up family lineage there's always somebody in the group that'll be like i'm a quarter cherokee absolutely (laughs) (laughs) whether they are or not my wife just did a uh, 23 and me kit and it came back i can't even like it was so i don't even know why they put it on like use the ink to print the percentage of native that she was yeah but she goes around talking about it all the time now just to make me irritated (laughs) she's pointing three percent uh, Cherokee or Native American. Oh, it was. I think it was less than that. Oh wow! Yeah, it was. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, she she claims it very proudly now, so that's good. I love it. I love um, it. But no, I I come from a family of music for sure. My great great grandfather was Gid Tanner from Gid Tanner and the Skillet Lickers, and they were one of the first acts to sell a million copies in the country. Uh, they were. Um, they did it back in the 1920s with a song called Down Yonder. I've read that he was the most influential original country music fiddler, isn't he? He was. He was for sure. He's. Um, they called it hillbilly music back then. That's, That's how right. they marketed it. But um, it's called North Georgia String Band music, and it was kind of a precursor to bluegrass and country as well. One of the stories I've heard, uh, as far as how influential he was, I believe that um, Roy Acuff was actually listening to Gid Tanner on his deathbed. Wow. That says a lot right there. Did you see the PBS documentary by Ken Burns called Country Music? I did. I finally got a chance to watch it. Yes. So good. And it talks about that hillbilly music that started here in North Georgia. That's right. Yeah, That's I, right. it's so impressive. And that your grandfather was a part of that is unbelievable, man. It really is remarkable. Now, you play fiddle, too, besides uh, songwriting and playing guitar. Is that because of Gid? Yeah, for sure, man. It was it was my first instrument, and uh, I went from middle school through high school in the orchestra, but about seventh grade, I kind of veered off the path and went completely bluegrass with it, much to the chagrin of my directors. But, yeah, it was because of Gid. It was because of the Tanners, and I grew up playing every Friday night at the, uh, it's called the Chicken House, which is an old converted chicken house out on the Tanners property in Decula. Cool, and, you know, I, I saw on social media recently that you sat in on fiddle with uh, Darius and the Hootie and the Blowfish guys did i see that right well i've actually just recently written with him i just recently wrote with him got a chance to write with uh luke combs as well not too long ago so yeah i've been busy in that aspect the, the songwriting hasn't slowed down through covid yeah that's been a benefit man there's actually guys talks about how how they've been able to slow down some spend more time with family which we'll get back to but, yes. but write songs and and be a part of making music that they weren't able to do when they're on the road more songwriting sessions i would imagine in the near future for sure tons um i'm in nashville at least 
least once a month, if not twice. So I've got a lot coming up. There's a few things coming up with uh, actually Pitbull, which won't be Nashville, but I'm kind of branching <laughs> out a little bit outside the genre. Yeah, I oh, guess that's so. A, that's like a mashup yeah. right there. Yeah. Mr. 305. Right, right. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide to infinity. What are you doing with mm-hmm. Pitbull? I'm not allowed to say a whole lot about it, but I will say that we're collaborating. I've done a little bit of work for him kind of production-wise on one song for his new record. Nice. And then there's some other songs that are coming up that we'll, we'll have a part in. So... Dude, that's, that's impressive. All I'm really allowed to say no, that that's right now, that's that's plenty, man. That's that's really cool. Yeah. And it's funny to think of a, a guy from Decula, Georgia, that writes and sings country music to work with one of the biggest pop stars potentially in the world. And and heck, oh, it's man. it's happening for you. That's cool. Before we get back to family, because I want to I want to hear about that stuff. You're listening to Braves Country. This podcast is the envelope is the Atlanta Braves. We talk about college football. We talk about food. We talk about music. And music is our focus today with Levi Lowry, a guy who's a great singer-songwriter. You'll know him from the number one hit, Colder Weather, from the Zac Brown Band, The Wind, from their number one album on Billboard's charts, Uncaged. But uh, you, you mentioned something that made me go, you know what, that's country is cornbread right there when you said you play the chicken house in Tequila. Yeah, right, right. Every Friday night. Um, that's how I grew up. That's how I learned to play music. That's how I learned to play with other people in a group setting. And we just did all the old, uh, you know, pretty old country songs and also the classic North Georgia hillbilly slash string band music that my uh, great-great-grandfather was famous for. So the Skill Lickers are still going. They're still a band. It's a multi-generational thing. So cool, man. That's the lineage that I think I fall in love with when we talk about living in the South and Southern music, whether Southern rock or hip-hop or whatever. I mean, there's so much that happens here in Braves Country and you can even go gospel and bluegrass and southern gospel and contemporary Christian. I mean, the southeast is a, a hotbed or a smorgasbord. Fertile ground. A fertile, fertile ground. ground. That's yeah. the way to put it, Scott. Exactly right. A fertile ground of music. No, it really is, man. And I think it all stems back from that. There's a, some, there's something in the water down here, man. It's a, from the, you know, 1700s. It just People settled on the Appalachians and settled in the south and brought their music with them. And we just got the best of the best of all influences when it comes to music. Um, and, you know, you had blues pop up in the Mississippi Delta. and I don't know. There's just something down here that breeds creativity. Now, now Levi, where baseball meets with music is right here at Truist Park. We're taping, yeah. we're taping the show from uh, from the battery right here by I Truist know, you Park. Guys have the, you have the best office in the world. It's, pretty, too, it's pretty amazing. I was walking into the studio today, and I saw Chip Carey rolling by on a scooter. Anyway, uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Didn't you play at a Braves game before? Haven't you performed at a Braves game? It was it was Turner Field years back. I actually got to go out on a Sunday and play God Bless America on the film. Mm. So I, it's the craziest thing, man. One of my favorite moments that's ever happened to me in my career. I get finished playing the song, which is it was an unbelievable experience. And I'm walking back off the field, and Bobby Cox walks up to the top step to shake my hand. Wow. So I get to shake his hand, and he says, wonderful job. And I, you know, cry a little. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> get to watch the rest of the game. Uh, unbelievable experience. That I'm sure. night, I'm playing at Smith's Old Bar. No, not Smith's Old Bar. I'm sorry. That night, I'm playing at Eddie's Attic, uh, opening up for Billy Joe Shaver. So I do my sound check. I walk outside, and Billy Joe Shaver is sitting at the bar. I sit down next to him, have some whiskey, and we talk for a little while, shakes my hand, ask what I'm doing, and I tell him I'm a fiddle player, and blah, blah. He ends up asking me to play on a song with him during his set. Long story short, I think I might be the only person that's ever shaken hands with Bobby Cox and Billy Joe Shaver on the same day. I, that's probably a, uh, a never been done before. You, you're the only person in the universe that that's right. ever happened to. That's a five-star I day, went, my friend. Man, I, I went to, like, I can't even, I was so 
shocked. I think my, my I think I was just in shock on the way home, and it took about two days to get over it. Most guys have to hit a home run in order for Bobby Cox to come to the top step and shake their hand. I field and saw him walk up the steps. I, I understood how what that meant. I understood the gravity of it. That just doesn't happen for everybody. He's a legend. Well, Scott, you know how much Bobby, everybody in Braves country knows how much Bobby means. But it was an incredible moment in my life, and I'll, I'll never, I don't know, I'll never forget it, and it's not lost on me how, how much that meant. Yeah, there was the uh, the Thanks Bobby campaign that Scott put together, and even the Facebook page still has like 72,000 likes or something or followers. Yeah. We got to show Bobby gratitude, and we're all praying for Bobby, and if everybody yeah. out there would just throw in some prayers, and he's Certainly. fighting, he's Fight. You know, he's always been a fighter, and I, I think he's going to be with us for a long time. He's a great man, and that was an amazing season to go to that, to go to every home game in 2010. And all of my musician friends were calling me up from the road, and they were like, I'm sitting here watching the game after sound check, and, and I see this, I see the banner in center field, and I see you up there, and I just started crying and, and telling everybody, there's my buddy, there's Scott. So <laughs> it, was amazing, a, it was a great thing to do, and, and I'm, it's just amazing. Anybody who has met Bobby Cox knows that um, you can feel it from 10 feet away before you even meet the guy it's uh he's a good man one of, one of the greatest of all time one of the best that's ever done it and a, and a fine human being for sure talking to levi lowry on braves country tug coward scott munn couple quick things let's go through your favorite braves players the one you grew up with loving the most and then your favorite music artists okay growing up it was hard not to love chipper jones yeah i think he was probably everybody my age is a favorite player at that time and stayed my favorite for a very long time honestly i just kind of grew up with him mm-hmm. um now uh obviously freddie yeah you know he, he stepped right in i i tell you who's who i just fell in love with last year was christian pache yeah blew my mind in the postseason i, I just was really impressed by him and i know he's he's uh battling through some injury right now off to a slower start but i think that guy's brilliant incredible glove in the outfield it's just a matter of getting his his bat turned around but i think it will be an asset i do too team for sure yeah i think you're exactly right let's move on to music who's your favorite who's your favorite artist of all time and then maybe some folks that you enjoy listening to nowadays of all time my favorite band leonard skinner pre-plane crash mm-hmm. my favorite songwriters of all time are chris christopherson mac McAnally, and daryl scott and uh I, I think one recent one that is been on my radar that uh i think everybody should check out is a guy named william prince he's okay. a canadian artist um incredible songwriter uh i think i got into him because of a song on yellowstone okay um, that's how i heard him for the first time and and just dug into to what was it, whatever was on apple music and and i, I love the guys and an incredible songwriter what about out of the genre of country out of the genre of country um i'm actually a big dream theater fan okay the the metal act yep yeah, yeah, prog rock. There's something about it. Just uh, the, the skill involved is unbelievable. It's up there to me with uh, so a lot of bluegrass pickers that you go here. Mm-hmm. But obviously they're playing rock music. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's something about them. I just uh, I enjoy listening to it. I can kind of turn my brain off a little bit if you want to because the songs are catchy enough and the the parts are melodic enough. But then at the same time, if you want to dig in, you can drive yourself crazy trying to figure out the parts. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it's a great band to listen to. That's cool. Yeah, I was um, in Spain when I was in the Navy, and they were playing there. Oh man, it was great. I didn't get to see them, but I just remember seeing the you know the 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 billboards, you know the playbills, the the, the, the posters that were hanging up that that was saying they're they're doing a show there. I've seen a 
live performance from them in Spain. I've, I've watched it online, and one of the craziest things was that the audience was singing the guitar parts. Oh, wow. It was amazing. Yeah, it was really cool to witness. It would have been fun to be in the crowd that night for sure. It's kind of like Florida is to, you know, the rest of the eastern seaboard. That's how Spain is to the U.K., and people just go down there on vacation and party their asses off, don't they? And they love music. I need to get over there, man. I really want to get over there for sure. Yeah, uh, you, another you, guy that I mentioned before, Daryl Scott, has told me about playing in Spain and said it's just a totally different ball game. The way that they appreciate the music is is uh, on a different level. One thing you got to watch out for over there, though, when you schedule your sound check, they really do. They really do, They really do have a siesta in the middle of the afternoon. That's right. It's like we just all oh, shut yeah. it down and, and have a nap. Nice. Sounds like sound check at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> that's, that's right. It sounds like every day at my house if I could get my way. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about the family and then anything else you want to hit before we wrap up. We want to keep you because we appreciate your time talking to Levi Lowry uh, here on right. the Braves Country Podcast. Tell us about uh, tell us about the fam. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm blessed to have uh, been years and two boys. One seventeen and one twelve. They're both playing football now. The oldest was a hell of a baseball player, really talented, but just he just can't make up his mind. He's seventeen years old, so he's, right. he's he's playing football now, doing really well. My youngest is also playing football. He's a uh, offensive lineman. Yeah, I met my wife in elementary school. Wow. Actually, second second grade. And you guys and, have been married ten years now. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. But it feels like one like one year, doesn't it, buddy? Yes. <laughs> that's right. that's a, dude that was the smartest answer i think i've ever heard absolutely you, you knew how to act on that that's that's good stuff right there i like it yeah she's a manager she's been my champion she's uh she's the, the reason that i'm still doing this for a living honestly it's incredible how women in your life will keep you honest they'll keep you straight they're your rock they yeah. listen to you they let you vent and then will tell you where you're wrong and they're usually right <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Levi, uh, I think it'd be great if you tell everybody uh, what the Atlanta Braves really mean to you. I know you're a serious Braves fan. It goes back a long way for me. I grew up with the Braves. It was kind of the backdrop of my childhood. Every game was on without a question at my grandfather's house, at my in my house, or on the radio in the backyard when we were kids playing in the summer. It was something that we always followed. It goes deeper than even, like we talked about before, this deeper than any appreciation that I have for any other team or any other sport in general. Baseball is just the greatest game in the world, and the Braves are the greatest team in the world. Amen. All right, what do you think about the season? They, they're off to a little bit of a slow start, but uh, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. What about you? Well, whenever I'm asked for predictions, I always say we're going to go undefeated for the rest of the season and win the World Series in four. That's, I love it. Someday you're going to be yeah. right about that, Levi. One day. One day. <laughs> it's bound to happen. Anything else we should have covered that we didn't? I always like to leave that door open. Anything you, you, you're doing now you want to talk about? Anything that you've done in the past you want to talk about? I am playing at the uh, Red Clay Theater in Duluth on May the 14th. That's uh, Eddie, Eddie Owen, right? That's right. That's Eddie's new place, or his, his place that he's been at since leaving the attic. So May 14th um, at the Red Clay Theater, Levi Lowry, what's the show going to be like? Tell us about it. Well, it's going to be safe. First of all, they're uh, doing everything up to code as far as regulations when it comes to COVID. Uh, so not selling as many seats, obviously. So I would jump on that if you can. Uh, for those that can't attend, it's also going to be streamed online on the, through their platform. So it's just a big online streaming show on a, one of the best stages in the state. Levi, I wanted to ask you one th- quick thing. We might splice it in later. Hey, Levi, what's the craziest thing you've ever done to be able to listen to or watch the Braves while you were on tour? Oh, dude. 
okay, this is this is crazy, I guess. I've been playing a show before, and, you know, typically it's I play listening rooms and singer-songwriter-type establishments. This one particular place that I played had televisions, and they turn them off so that people will pay attention to the artist. And I was playing, I think it was the postseason, and I told them that I, I requested to have the TVs turned back on <laughs> during my show. And I said, I, it's more important that we know what's going on in the game than, than you listening to anything that I have to say. <laughs> That's a true yeah. Braves fan yeah, right there. That's passion right there, yeah. buddy. Hey, yeah. Levi, uh, it's great talking to you, man. Do you think sometime this season it'd be great if you could bring your guitar and fiddle and maybe come up here to the Braves Radio Network studios and play a song or two for us on the air? What do you think? Brother, I would be honored. I would absolutely be honored. That would be amazing. Well, we'd I would love, love to, to come to the greatest office in the world and, and play some songs for you. Well, we would <laughs> love great. to have you, man. We'd love to have you. And until uh, we can work that scheduling out, get on your calendar. We just appreciate your time, man, and uh, wish you safe travels as you come back home. Man, thank you all so much. I really appreciate it. Go Braves. Go Braves. So incredible to uh, to be able to speak to guys that are from Braves country that have done extraordinary things, and I, I've been so blessed and honored to get to know Levi over the years and see him play him a bunch of times. And if you've not been able to do that, do yourself a favor. Look him up, find his website, find his music, and I guarantee you will have a new artist that will be in your you know playlist, be in your rotation when you're listening to tunes at home or on the road. So many hits have come from Levi Lowry already, and he's only getting started. And if you go to his show, man, just be prepared to be blown away. It's an amazing show and so much texture, so many deep songs that really you have to listen to a few times, like uh, like Tug was saying earlier, to really figure him out. Really, he's just a positive guy and a great influence, and that's why all these uh, great country artists get together with him to write songs because, man, he really has it deep in him, and it comes from his... His lineage here and, you know, coming up southern and coming up uh, a part of Braves country. Really, You're exactly right. That'll do it for this episode. We appreciate you spending time with us. If you'd like to find us, you can uh, look for us at Braves Country on Twitter. You can find me at Tug Cowart. And you can always find the show at thepodcastpark.com. You can find it now on Spotify. Trying to get it worked out with Apple. Having a little bit of trouble there, but we'll get it done eventually at some point. But you can find it on Spotify until then. And then uh, Scott always posts it on his Thanks Bobby page, too. So if you're a a fan or follow thanks bobby then you can find the show there too we appreciate your time and i uh, hope you have the best day ever the podcastpark.com is your home for the fans entire stable of original podcasts if you're a true atlanta sports fan you need to stay connected to shows like welcome to madlanta featuring atlanta's rich history of sports legends college football fans will love the chuck oliver show podcast two hours of college football talk every day all year and baseball fans get to dive into domino's archive of baseball legends on hardball subscribe to all these great shows and so many more anywhere you get your podcasts or stream them free 24 7 at thepodcastpark.com presented by associated credit union support for extra 1063 comes from natural body spa and skin remedy celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in store and online you can discover mother's day and anniversary presents online at natural body spa and skin remedy at naturalbody.com in today's fast-paced world your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are solutions like free business checking from lge community credit union free online and mobile banking no minimum balance required plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance at lge we're a smarter way to bank see what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org no monthly maintenance fees other service fees such as nsf overdraft wire and stop payment fees still apply not all businesses will qualify membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required.
Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 